0: Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela. And welcome to the
1: final word. Word. The The final word Word. with Frangela. The final, the final word. Frangela. This is sorry. Take me, Angela. You know what I, it, it really sounded like. Me. You should see the way that Angela's looking at me. Well, all. it sounded a lot like pom pom pom. Like it was like like you were riffing on Sanford oh, and Son a little yeah. bit, which yeah. is Stephanie Miller's territory. Yes, it is. And speaking of Stephanie Miller, we are so excited to be part of the newly minted Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Woohoo! Hey, what's up? Oh my goodness! Number one, I've, I've got all the feels. Number one because when we were looking we had been sniffing around let's tell the truth Angela okay let's tell the truth we'll tell the truth we can talk about it now we can talk about it now we had been sniffing around looking to change podcast uh, platforms and looking for a better home for us that was more of a liberal environment um, than we were we were in and we were really grateful for the, our old home and yes, where we were we Wonderful the world
2: people we worked with there the producers and Kelly yes um, who's an amazing uh, woman and, and executive there so yeah. we had really good experience but it's changing and it was time it was for time. us to be in a place where there are more podcasts that are like ours like
1: ours and ju- it just and by that so i mean brilliant and sexy happened that literally chris and stephanie miller stephanie miller was like hey. and the man who's gonna kill her for the insurance and, and the insurance killer uh, <laughs> they were like hey would you ever consider uh coming uh doing a podcast being part of a, co- a podcast network uh with us and we were like oh my god we would love that and and here we are this is the first week the first launch of the sexy liberal net podcast network and i'm so excited i'm happy you know what i'm so happy i'm just going to say this is a woman that stephanie is doing this yes I'm proud of her I'm grateful yes how can you be proud and grateful I'm proud and grateful that she's doing this because it is so needed and every time you guys have heard us fill in for her you've heard us say that you know people are have been drowning out our liberal voices that's right and I think that we have the opportunity and you're going to see hopefully a lot of really cool
2: other podcasts on this network and so you know we'll be able to direct each other to all the cool podcasts rather than you know uh, not having anybody else that you could really speak to on your network you know so um and and i see this is happening all over the place in podcasting and Mm -hmm. i I think it's a great move and and they're gonna get some really cool
1: shows and it's very exciting. It's very, very, very so, exciting. So thank you, and thank you, thank you. Look Stephanie out for more information for about it. Part of uh, this podcast network, we're so excited. And here's the other thing too: as the listener, what we would appreciate if you're not already subscribing and downloading, please do that. Please and, do that. More and, and reviews. The
2: reviews are very helpful. You know, yes. um, even if you just do the stars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but the I think what you're about to say, Francis, if I can guess. Hmm. What's really helpful is if you can get other people tuned in. It's exactly. Um, it. Because we're all going to be working together to try to build this liberal podcast network. And we need it. And we, we need, it. need it. We need a voice. We need a voice. Uh, we need to reach as many people as we can. And this is a great opportunity to do so. So please please let other people know all that stuff will be up very soon yes. I know th- I'm i sure it'll be I don't know if they have anything up yet on Stephanie Miller's po- on uh, her website probably not yet yes. but
1: it's supposed to be like literally like this week or next week yes. so it's like it's very soon it's very soon so that th- there we have that then just another couple like uh, housekeeping things you can buy our comedy album Resist and you can watch our TV show Me Time yeah, that's right Me Time with Frangela mm-hmm. and
2: um, we have other news we still can't give we you can't
1: t- we've got a <laughs> couple of things that are huge Huge, huge things that we can't we talk still about.
2: Can't tell you,
1: but we can tease you with it. Yes, we can. Uh, so that's coming well, let's up. Let's jump in let's right jump now. In. There's, There's a our lot politics, of things to talk okay? about today. Did you today? <laughs> Trump I, said mm. he wants to get rid of immigration judges, Angela. Okay, so
2: you may have heard. You probably have heard that over the weekend, Trump has suggested clothes that he's threatened, much like a two-year-old with mm-hmm. a lollipop stuck in his hair. Yeah, he has <laughs> threatened to close the border yep. between the United States and Mexico which is something frankly
1: number one I don't think he has the authority to do and number two let me tell you something all these white girls who love their avocado toast I'm telling it's going to be a war it's and you like think, 40% you
2: think, of our vegetables yeah. something like forty. it may even be higher than that but I believe that's what I read today 40% of our agricultural products in terms of vegetables and fruits come from Mexico so good job you can't get between a, a woman and her avocado toast I, It's the most ridiculous thing to me is to say that the way you're going to deal with illegal immigration is to stop all immigration. Yeah. That doesn't make any kind of sense. But in any case, and also he created the Ill- illegality. These people weren't illegal yeah. illegally trying to do anything. They were trying to get asylum. But in any case, he today was sitting at the Oval Office, which will never be the same. Mm-mm. Um with the NATO Secretary General and he said this is a Trump quote. What we have to do is Congress has to meet quickly and make a deal. To be honest with you, we have to get rid of judges. That is the current president of the United States that's right. saying that we should get rid of the judicial system in immigration. That's a despot if I've ever heard of one. It's straight up despot. And not and to just to say, look, that's the problem here is that we're even taking any consideration into this. Now, we, wrote, the United States wrote these rules, mm-hmm. right? The the, uh, the asylum rules, which is what's really wackadoodle. It is so annoying, yeah. the gaslighting. And I think in his case, in Trump's case, I don't even think it's gasoline cuz I don't he doesn't have information. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know, but you can't just get rid of fucking judges. But here's the problem. You can. Yeah. If people let you.
1: If people let you. And here's the thing. I don't know if Trump can but Mitch McConnell will figure out a way. That punk. I'm telling that
2: you. That punk, you know, rarely Francis, <laughs> I don't believe in beating the elderly. I don't. <laughs>
1: Okay, okay, I am with you. and but in, in fact, this case, let me tell you something. In you, this if, case, if you knew how many lectures I had as a child, and I'm not kidding, lectures about respecting senior citizens and how wonderful they are, mm-hmm. as a that mm-hmm. my mother gave me as a child. But she would be ashamed about how I feel about Mitch McConnell.
2: I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go toe to toe with this. I'm just ready. Like, let's just stop all this talking and get it out in the street. I am just these people and their. Lies and their racism and sexism and the hypocrisy. It's just like, like. Do you really think, Representative Jim Jordan, that we don't remember anything? Yes,
1: yes. Like, it's yeah, just he does. insane to these me what people, we're watching. These people think that we are stupid. And then, did you see Trump this week have to back up off of his health care threats? Oh. oh. he's gonna gut, get rid of completely Obamacare. Go gut it, go gut it, go gut it. But now
2: we're gonna wait till after the election, which, if you have any brains in your head at all, what you know is when somebody says to you, I'm not gonna do this till after you voted for me again, uh-huh. they're not gonna do what you want them to do. <laughs> like that is and what he also doesn't guess he said the wrong date right he yeah. said he said then he said oh uh, actually we're going to deal with it in 2021 and i was like so you two years, years after two years, the election right so but what he doesn't seem to understand is that that will be an election year also
1: yeah and then like, he, i do theoretically gets, he, in he his thinks
2: d- lame duck period yeah i don't think he understands that not only can he not be president again and i
1: mean that <laughs> I mean let that. me tell you something okay Angela and I were sitting out getting ready in my living room getting ready for this podcast and she was writing and she was what did you say you were like Shotzi said talked about him my being elected uh, a second term and you she were like she was
2: trying to get her mind around that possibility uh-huh. and I was like don't ever say that to
1: me I mean she was serious too. I'm dead serious you
2: were really serious uh, you can insult me you know but do not <laughs> in my
1: presence
2: ever suggest that there's even the slightest possibility that this man will get a second term if you because let me explain to you what's gonna happen and i am not kidding what's gonna happen this is not an idle threat okay i don't okay okay what's what's gonna happen if that (laughs) even looks like it's gonna happen i'm gonna walk directly out of my home and burn shit down and i don't care what it is i'm gonna look for the most flammable thing that my eyes first fall on (laughs) And burn it, and I'm just gonna keep burning things until somebody grabs me and throws me in some kind of prison or cell, right? And I'm gonna say every time,
1: "Fuck y'all, this is not going down without me burning this." Co- I will burn me, this mother down. This let me entire. tell y'all. Country. Okay, I need to give these people some context. Okay, this didn't. This didn't just crop up out of nowhere, because it is true that in 2000, Angela wanted us to go burn shit down. I did you when they did. We, we let the supreme court pick our president you said why aren't we burning shit i tried down? to get my people in you the street really you did. remember i said like, we need to be, be in something. the streets 19 years ago you said don't take this shit and where are we full <laughs> of shit Taking it, packaging it, putting ah, bows
2: on it, trying to dress it up and make it look like we can make something out of it. You this said it. You said it. We have always been the 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 guardian of of this democracy. Yes. The people always. Mm. And 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 yes, we've got heroes and we've got villains, but we are the true guardians of it. And I, this is the thing. I will burn everything I touch. <laughs> Do you understand? Don't burn me? your panties, Andrew. Do you, oh, everything. <laughs> Don't burn. Your oh, I'm, uh, just a trail of fire behind me. <laughs> That's all you guys. That's how you know Andy's where girl. I am. we were just uh, the you need those. That's where Angela is. Because fuck that, <laughs> I can't live that way. And let me be clear, I can't hear this. Nobody can say this to me. Don't say this to me because there's just not enough Xanax. I need and you I can't. to
1: wrap your mind around the I possibility. Can't, it's not
2: going to happen. It's, I'm not, I hope it it goes, these, No, these, these are the choices. Mm. We get a new president, or I burn the shit down. <laughs> those are the choices. <laughs> That's what they should put on the ballot. It should be the Democrats. <laughs> Burn it down. That that those are the choices. Because I am not. I'm not taking me. this. This is killing me, and I don't care if I go to jail. I'll slip my happy black, burning everything down. But we'll be up in that jail, going. All oh, y'all, it still smells smoky. Sorry, but here's the deal. I told you, people,
1: get this I shit smell together. together. Get this together. I burn off my own hair. Here's my problem. I don't care. Here's my problem. I have to be with you so I'm going to be in trouble too well yeah but I mean you'll be like lesser trouble you'll <laughs> be lesser trouble I'll be like you'll just be standing there
2: going come on you've already I'm burned going to be in
1: trouble adjacent
2: yeah because this is the I just know okay, okay. so okay. The, here's the deal and I you know when you're looking at Indivisible which is a great organization mm-hmm. and I was reading a tweet from them uh, by them earlier today to Francis and the tweet was basically like hey guys um Look, uh it's very bad. Be- the tone is so pleading. It's like, uh you know, no matter what happens, whoever the Democratic nominee <laughs> is, that's who we're backing, right? Right? Right?
1: right? You know, you know, and it doesn't matter. You I, don't, know I know don't like everything about anybody. I don't like everything about anybody. No, no, that's no, like, no. No, but that's what, what we're doing, right? That's what we're doing. That's what we're what doing. That's how I feel, too. I'm like, you know what? Pete Buttichung, Judge, Buttichik, Buttichichichik, whatever he wants me to call him. you know what? i call him sexy daddy. I don't care, president sexy
2: daddy. I don't care. Well, let's talk
1: about Joe Biden since we're here. Interesting
2: that you went from
1: (laughs) President's sexy daddy Daddy to to Joe Joe Biden. Biden. Very interesting. Joe Biden. You know what? I don't. Okay. First of all, I'm going to say it like I mean it. Say it like you mean it. I'm going to say it like I mean it. After a president grabbing by the pussy, Mm -hmm. it is difficult to see, think, or kind of contemplate any things on a much lesser level than that, you know what I'm saying? When um my you know when Joe Biden, if the, your issue is that he smelled your hair, that's weird. I'm gonna put that on Front Street, Angela. Right? It's weird. It's weird, Uncle Joe. Don't do that to the ladies, and you need to apologize.
2: Well, here's the deal. In case you have, you probably know some of this, uh, but on Friday, a Nevada politician uh, named Lucy Flores she wrote a prospect she wrote the perspective presidential candidate Joe Biden, which, by the way, he has still not declared as of the moment we're recording this. I don't think he will. I don't think he will either. What have I said from the beginning? I thought he would sit on the sidelines and make people think he might, and then pull at the last second. He's not going to do it.
1: I'm going to tell you something. That's a little bit of a, I'm going to say cocktease.
2: Well, here's he's the thing. Well, this is the thing. I was like you know what? We'll get to that. But I was, I'll I'll just say in the alien of that, I get it. He has spent a career not being able to be in this position. And when he got this, the place that you're supposed to be able to do it Mm -hmm. from the vice presidency, we all know he got told. No, we all know that whether or not that's ever been said directly, we all know that everybody sat him down and went boo, boo, Mm -hmm. no, boo, boo no. And there are reasons and, I, and those reasons aren't just they wanted Hillary. Right. There are reasons that Joe Biden is a complicated and not slam dunk candidate. Yeah. Um, but there are reasons why, given our and current climate, is, is yeah, one the of those super reasons. predators. The, yeah. the coining, you know, that, that terminology. There's a lot of things. And the, the creepy Uncle Joe thing, I don't like saying that because, of course, it's a talking point of the right. They've tried to reduce it down to that when the president is the creepiest of creepy I mean, mofos in the world. Of all I'm creepy, creepy sorry. motherfuckers. It's that motherfucker is right. But back. I think that, so, so Lucy Flores, she Wrote this piece about him. Joe Biden smelled her hair and kissed her head um, at some event. And then uh, this other woman, Amy Lapos, has come out and she said that he, what was his, it was an, it's similar. He um, patted her on the head or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so, yeah. So, but I think what they've both said, I think they both have said, mm-hmm. and um, that. In no way did it feel sexual, but it felt icky and inappropriate right. or they didn't like it. And the Amy Lapos told that she her run um she found off putting. Um, she said, and this is a quote from her. Um, it wasn't sexual, but he did grab me by the head. He put his hand around my neck. I don't like that. And pulled mm-hmm. me in a rub no- into a rub nose with him. Mm-hmm. When he was pulling me in, I thought he was going to kiss me on the mouth. Right. So here's the deal. I, so th- we've got these two women who've said this you know and, and then we've got various people who've said the weakest upon weak versions of we you know everybody has to the right to their truth and to tell their story mm-hmm. and to tell their message and we have we listen and we believe and so of course we believe and we believe and then they just sort of shut up right, and they don't want to deal with it right, and I think that we can do better than that
1: well you know what I'm going to give you a personal story and you know this when I first started dating my husband um, in the 90s he, in in eight in the eighteen nineties. Um, he was affectionate with everybody, mm-hmm. especially ladies. You know, and Tom was known as a ladies' man as well. But in general, but it wasn't lascivious. Men get called hoes. I just I know. don't think that's fair. I know he's a ladies' man. We're hoes. We're right. It's true. He was a hoe. That's we, we call him. We call him a hoe. But 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 the reality was also Tom's very much a gentleman. Yes. Very much a gentleman. He's, you know, he is the guy who has the handkerchief ready at, for ladies at every moment. Oh my gosh!
2: If you wanna, if you wanna spend a lot of time waiting, <laughs> let me tell you something. Tom saying yes or no can be an experience in poetry. <laughs> yes. Yes, because he is lyrical and precise and
1: lovely. But when I first met him, one of his habits he had, which a lot of men had at the time, and Tom is an old man, even though he's a younger man, he would kiss ladies when he saw them. You know, lady said he knew. you She also say that he grew
2: up in the theater. He grew up in and the theater, and it's a very different. Not, I'm not in any way condoning yes. behavior that people found uncomfortable because I've always found this uncomfortable about the theater. This whole we have to hug and touch and He's this weird very physical intimacy thing that they they actually force on you. Yes, you know a lot. Like I, when I was at Second City, there were many scenes that I said I don't want to be in because I didn't want to be touched by the man in the scene, mm-hmm. and people were like, act like I didn't have the right to do right, that. You right, know, right? So it's a it's it's whatever. That, that, that's the culture. That's the culture. It's. Not I'm not I don't like it, but that's what's it been.
1: And so, one of the things when we first started dating, I said, "Let me put this stop you here." I said, "I noticed that you kiss a lot of women, and it's not that I have a problem with it either." But I said, they "But they do. may have a yeah. problem with it. Not every woman wants your warm embrace, your hug, your kiss on the cheek, or on the lips, or at anywhere, all. or at all." And he and I'm gonna tell you something. At that moment, at that time, and we're again we're talking the nineties, that blew his mind. Yes. Because his intention is to make people was feel horrible and lovely. That's right. But this is the
2: problem with how things work. Yep. Um, that your intention is absolutely important. Um, in some in some instances, it's even important in the law. In some instances, it's not. For mm-hmm. example, rape. It doesn't matter what the rapist's intention was if they rape you. That's not a, that's not an issue in that. No. Um, it's not a legal issue well, in that. Any that's unwanted just, touch. Yeah. Is unwanted. But touch. here's the deal. I think that part of talking about all of these issues because this is happening in every area of our culture, whether it's our Kelly, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you know Joe Biden, um, and, and he in no way belongs Al in that court. These are people. Joe Biden and Al Franken do not belong in that no, category. They do not get me. Don't get me wrong. They are not. No one has, to my knowledge, accused either of these people of anything illegal or um, uh, just disgusting, like being mm-hmm. a, a pedophile. So that's that's purely about me trying to talk about how. Toxic masculinity and how we um, are ra- uh, what's going on in our culture yes. that to have to it feels really weird to have to explain this over and over again. But here it is. Don't touch people. Yeah out treat. If you don't can't get your mind around what behavior is okay with whom, then treat everybody like a man. Yep, and because that's that's a that's, I
1: mean, tr- thing. That's, Tom, if you're a heterosexual man, you would treat not them all have like,
2: gone up to men no. in that
1: theater and kissed them. All so long ask long. Oh, yourself yes. why
2: am I doing it with this person? That's right. And
1: that's the truth. And when
2: I look at these Biden things, these these accusations, um, and he hasn't responded, to, I think yet, to the Amy Amy uh, Lappos, um allegation. What I find more insidious mm-hmm. than I don't they don't read as sexual in fact they read as something a little more insidious to me which is is uh, condescension right. and patriarchy and I will tell in my own life this is an example of this kind of gesturing like when you pat somebody on the head or kiss their head that's something it's very parental yes and that's weird because you're an adult and mm-hmm. you're this isn't your parent and you're trying to be taken seriously like an adult and what it says to me is that Joe Biden at, in 2000 whenever this was and pro- maybe to this day mm-hmm. um, hadn't really learned to accept women as equals right and um, and and, and In any way, and was engaged in gestures and behaviors that are demeaning and condescending, whether or not his intention was them for to be it doesn't matter they are, you would never do that to a male
1: colleague. Yeah, you have never seen a man at a job pat another man on the head. Here's my question. What do we, and I'm gonna say, you know, and you guys write to us at frangela08 uh, at gmail.com. Oh, you were
2: so there, and then you just panicked. <laughs> I did. But
1: you had it. <laughs> oh my that's God. That's it, that's it. That frangela08 Here's my thing, and let's talk of this is the conversation, and this is the crux of the conversation. What do we do with people who have a history? And that's gonna be a person, that's gonna be people who are over. 50 years old well
2: can I just say I don't know a single woman who hasn't been harassed in some way shape or form which means that most men are harassing in some way shape or form
1: so So, if we have people if we have a government we have companies that need to be run we have this and we were talking about this earlier which is what my husband said a year almost two years ago we men have had the chance and a lot of men have expressed this we've had our chance we fucked things up let women run things. I'm all for a moratorium on any men being involved in leadership positions. Because
2: I, this is what, what you hear back we from people. They're
1: like, we can't get rid of
2: somebody just for this. This is a great person. This is a great candidate. I'm like, I think we can do better. Mm-hmm. But I also I also think that how do you expect to get rid of a problem if you keep apologizing for it? Mm-hmm. And you keep saying, well, it's not as bad as this. And you're right. Yes. They're, these are wildly different accusations. Mm-hmm. The point is that we... I don't think it's too much to ask. And I do think it's possible to go through your life without harassing anyone yeah. and on, on by anybody's standards. That is possible. Does that, is that what most men know? And, I, and I've and i seen plenty of men be confused when confronted with behavior that they didn't see that way. Yeah. Men who call themselves progressive. Absolutely. I, we've worked with one who mm. I had to say, I don't want to hug you. And then he acted like he I, was mind. Mind. I was a jerk for not wanting he to hug him. Lost his
1: mind, lost his mind in a progressive, liberal environment. and and, and I was like I don't
2: have to hug you I don't want to hug you and it's not a statement about you it's I just don't want to hug you Mm -hmm. and had an attitude and this is the problem with everything what I read into these two these two accusations these two things that happened and I I believe they happened you know um, that that Joe Biden, and and, and I put this in the context of the other things I know about him in terms of his Anita Hill testimony, like Mm -hmm. going in on her. He didn't just vote for Clarence. He went in on her and supported Clarence in a very bizarre way, I think. Um, And people can talk about the times and this and that. It's because of Me Too that we get to do this. But here's my point. He, not only does he need to truly apologize. Atone. Yeah. But not, uh, I'm sorry if I offended you. That's not what I... I'm sorry. Yeah. I haven't, I I have not taken a good enough look yeah. at my own behavior. I have not done the work on myself to be more than just woke when it comes to a vote, mm-hmm. but to be woke in my personal behavior. I have not held myself accountable enough to higher standards. We all have to do that. We, I have to do that. I am continually, I am trying to do things and failing a lot, but we I am do, tri- trying. Every day I wake up and try again. You try, keep yes. coming back. It works if you work working yes. I am really, really trying. really trying. You know what? So that's, I feel like that's where this discussion needs to go, which is don't condone, don't say, I feel like people are trying to trying to assign a point value to certain kind of crimes and going, well, this isn't enough for him to not be in the race or right. her to not be in the race, but this is. And then we cut to Virginia where we all seem to have sort of conveniently forgotten to look at.
1: Yeah. That, um, that the, the top three people there yeah. are still in, still a problem. It's embroiled. But you know what? But I look at, at Joe Biden and I, you know, and our want for Joe is I get it. We, there's, there's a safety in grandpa there's a safety in Uncle Greg and he's a uh, uncle. Joe. Joe. he is he's I, very I get it. I but these get are you it. don't
2: treat women like that and you work equals and remember we auditioned for Bernie Mac mm. before oh, he yeah. passed away years and years ago um for his show mm-hmm. and the audition now I was god was I 30 I don't even know I don't even know if I was yeah. 30 years old but um He, the part was to be his older sister. Yep. We weren't getting that part. But we were really fucking funny. We were really, we were very funny. But, and we knew going in, it was highly unlikely. But somehow we got the audition. And I don't know exactly what that, how that happened. But um, in the room with Bernie Mac and all the producers. Yeah, with Bernie
1: Mac. um, And we read with Bernie Mac. We read with Bernie
2: Mac, which is really, he's a lovely man. And he literally patted me on the head yeah. he came over and he gave me a little hug and patted me. On the head. he said that was really good that was really funny now here's the deal that's actually inappropriate yeah however i was grateful as fuck for it at, at that moment <laughs> and this is why because i felt like he's first of all he's what 20 30 years older than me he was definitely my elder yeah i knew i wasn't getting this part it was one of our first odd uh, bigger auditions when i got well, here we get, you got to yeah, los angeles like yeah. i just got here and i was grateful for that and i just didn't you know, and I was nervous and all of that. And so, and it felt, it's not appropriate, but, but in a warm. personal way, it felt warm and it felt it felt kind of appropriate because yes. it was sort of ridiculous mm-hmm. that I was supposed to be his older sister but he didn't not do the audition and he didn't get ready he said and he was very very sweet here's the deal though he shouldn't have touched me yeah he shouldn't have patted me on the head it is condescending it is wrong and he called me like a little bit yes he did he did a little bit you're funny you're funny, you're funny a little, little, little bit. bit so here's the ding here's the deal should he have done that no and, and, and here's in that situation, we were okay with it. And part of that is our fault, too, in a way. And I don't mean our fault. What I mean is that we've got to get clear with ourselves about a lot of things. Yeah. We all need to look at our own behavior. We're not at fault for that. That's not at all what I'm saying. Might and not. neither are these women I are. That's not at all what I mean to say. What I mean to say is I need to be as rigorous in looking at my own behavior as I am at, at other people's. And, and there what? are times and, and- when I am dismissive of men because of you know I grew up on the island
1: right but here's my thing we have this opportunity to discuss Mm -hmm. and this is why I'm asking you to write us because I don't know what do we do with the people we cannot exercise all of these people they're not going they're not going away well but we could
2: Here's my thing. I'm okay with that. I'm okay get rid of everybody? with everybody. I'd be okay with getting rid of everybody who has, who's done this. Yeah. So, and then we hold new elections. Cause you know, yeah. who I know who hasn't mm-hmm. AOC. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm just saying there are people who have it and let's find them, yeah. you know, but, but it's short of that. I do have to say, you know, people keep, now they're bringing up Al Franken again. And I feel compelled to say again, all of these different ac- accusations and allegations and, and uh, you know, truths are, are different. They they have different categories, just and like different a, weights. Different weights, and that's a, that in the law they do as well. There's different levels of assault. There's different level. But here's the thing: the reason I need people to, I think we have to to be honest mm-hmm. and to um and to say it would I would be okay with Pelosi or anybody going like, look honestly. I'm dealing. I'm hearing this and trying to figure out what to think about it. I'm not really sure yet, but I feel like it's hitting me in this place. Please yeah. tell me what you think. Like, just be able to have that conversation. But the thing with Al Franken, it needs to be said, is that he quit. Yeah, he. People say he was forced to quit. He wasn't forced to. They, nobody put a gun to his head and made him quit. A group of his colleagues, female colleagues put together a letter and publicly said they wanted him to resign well, so you can call that being having his hand forced but he chose to and, I, and this is I believe why they had a photo Yeah, it doesn't an investigation was not going to get him out of that no. an investigation wasn't going to get rid of that photo or change a thing in fact all an investigation was going to do was probably find more instances of this because we are comedians we've been in this environment for our entire adult yes. careers and and luckily we've been in improv mostly and not stand up because stand up is it's so much worse so much worse <laughs> so much worse I, the harassment that's why
1: we don't play clubs in LA you know we did a a little mini uh teaser sizzle for a show we wanted to do and we were talking with you know Mo Collins who's now on the fear of the walking dead yes yes she's great and you know you know her from um mad tv and all kinds of everything that's ever made you laugh she's hysterical and we were talking about the three of us were talking about growing up in common she's a white woman and um and but we all have had the same com- comedic background it's like men sh- walking in the rooms with their penises out like I have had I've had colleagues put their penis on my shoulder oh yeah you know as a joke oh yeah and, and wait for me to notice that no oh, no there. I've had colleagues pull up my the back
2: of my dress
1: yeah in public yeah
2: yeah until I notice I know exactly who you're talking about
1: yeah I do yeah yeah and you know what but but and on and on and on there's and on. there's so many there's so many levels of it and we were talking and one day Angela and I were talking about it and we were talking about how we have been conditioned uh not just conditioned but there's a level of getting past it because when you you don't you, you want to be the some, not cool will, you girl you wouldn't survive no there's this, too- this this this
2: business moving up is too it's too subjective yes and so we are. If you didn't learn you to feel to deal with it, yeah, you feel trapped in this. I don't want to be the. That's why you know we were really proud of friends of ours who came out uh, and spoke out of, about Louis C.K. CK. Yeah, um, and we
1: knew four of those women. Yeah, which is that you. Sh- we shouldn't. We shouldn't. That shouldn't yeah, I've be that Louis CK, thing. C.K. And I exactly. you know, and I know four
2: women who he harassed. Yeah. Um. So it's you know. This is where I'm at with it, with everything. I think you have, everybody has to take their own counsel, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have to decide for yourself. I think as a party that we should stand behind our ideals. And if somebody is accused of, an accusation should not be enough to take down your entire life. Yeah. However, you do have to respond to it and you do have to deal with it. And so far I have not seen Biden respond in the way that I
1: believe he should. Well, I don't think Biden is going to get into this race. I, I don't think, either. I think that Biden is swimming in the sea I think he's enjoying of, the attention. of attention. Yeah, That's exactly it, you know, what it, I think he is doing. I,
2: I, I've told again, I don't think he's going to run, but Re- I do think that, that it's important to, To just not shy away from this and go, look, yeah, I, you know what, I don't remember this, but Probably I don't remember because maybe I'd, I've done it a lot, yeah. and it was it's not a big deal to me. But it never occurred to me. And this is the thing I've I've heard this from people in other issues. It never, for example, this is a different issue, but it hits me in a very similar way. When I've had people say to me, a friend of mine's mother came over, and um, this is before we found out that I was a quarter Jewish. But anyway, um, mm. from you know the answer. am like fifty-two percent. I'm fifty-two. I'm fifty-four percent white, right? European, right? And twenty-five percent Jewish, Ashkenazi, That's right? Right, right, right. I hope I said that right. And they're all, and all your relatives are they're trying to, uh, to, to, to they reach actually, out to Yeah, they people reaching right. out to me because they, I think I'm the black link that they didn't have. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I'm <laughs> um, like, something happened in Boston, New York around the like 30s, and they're like, yeah, so whatever. But um, she um, why was I saying that? Did I just mean, totally lose. I'm the sorry, time I jumped that? in I there. I know, I'm but sorry. it was something about. Oh, it's about the um, about the oh when people have said to me i so i had a friend whose mother was over and i'm um, they're jewish and she was talking about oh you know she was doing something for her daughter who was my roommate and she was like oh you know i'm just a typical jewish mom and i have to tell you that that bothers me mm. and it doesn't bother me it bothers me for this reason because what's the stereotype stereotype for black moms mm-hmm. well crack mama thanks yeah D- I get that you love your child. My mother loves me too, mm-hmm. you know, but this, it, it just hit me in that and I and I know deeper than my soul that is not, not her much, intention. No, oh my God, there's not, not much intention. Not her intention. It's nobody's intention who's ever said it to me or it that I've I'm I'm heard, heard has been their intention. Right. But if you stop for a second and go, what am I saying right. when I say this? And particularly, what am I saying to this black person right. when I say this? Mm-hmm. When you're here and my mother isn't. Right. The, 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 the implication is is that I'm a better we, mom. We love our children more. more then you get more. Well, it's not the application, the statement. Yeah. The statement is we love our children more. And this is the thing, that's not true. And I don't think that that's what they mean. No. Grammatically, that's what that statement
1: does Says. mean. Yeah.
2: But this is the thing. It is time that we all address our shit. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if we all need journals. You know, my charity, um, you know, Journals well, you for know, America. I'm, I'm
1: trying to address my shit,
2: Angela. You are in weird ways, but I think you'll it's get It's weird there.
1: ways. It's weird ways. It's weird ways. But...
2: <laughs> and I know we spent a lot more time talking about this than we intended to we really to. did
1: let's go through a couple of really quick uh, points but write but, to us what you think so we can maybe yeah, have a fuller yes. discussion and we want to have the, We want to. this is an ongoing conversation right let's talk about the black lady potential mayors in Chicago not, it's going to be a black lady it's going to be a it's black lady it's not a potential lady! it's a reality it's going to be a black there's lady there's two
2: black women they're the ones what I love about this Chicago said you know what fuck this black woman Yeah
1: get this shit done get this shit Lori done. Lori lightfoot who's a u.s attorney and uh i believe a lesbian well, you know and i'm gonna say that because i believe that that is an added point that is diversity
2: makes us stronger that makes
1: us stronger and you know and i don't have that information in the article i have but but i've read it in cnn and mm-hmm. then Lori lightfoot uh, uh i'm sorry in terry against terry periwinkle to tony periwinkle uh, i had terry
2: okay I, I don't know if I wrote down. T- uh, uh, yeah. See,
1: but their names—it's not Prairie
2: Winkle either. It's Preckwinkle. Oh, it's it Preckwinkle. Yeah, I know you want to say Perry Winkle because that you've heard that before, but uh, it's Preckwinkle. Okay, I believe. thank you. I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it, but I think it is. Okay. Yeah, and then
1: let's talk about P- Puerto Rico and people and not getting, um, you know, Trump trying to two votes shut, just, not work going through. Yes. Just shutting off, trying to shut off all help to Puerto Rico. They—they they are part of this country, even if Fox news doesn't want to admit it or yeah. the administration wants to admit it oh here's a quote from trump he said puerto ricans are quote they are great he added
2: but their government can't do anything right the place is a mess nothing works interesting because that actually would be our government our government, government. they th- this be is you, a separate government trump. and then fox and friends in a move oh. that just illustrates the stupidity of that entire faux f- network mm-hmm. this Friends, this trips me out. I, I, don't I how can't you get call over three this. Other countries, I, Mexico. This is the Fox and Friends described Guatemala, El Salvador, El Salvador, and Honduras as quote three Mexican countries.
1: I don't understand how that happens. Ansel. Okay, here's my thing. Uh, uh, if you I mean, know that one country is called Mexico, right? It, there are no do you know of any other country that's named the same as another country well see then that would just be mexico one two and three right
2: or four, four. or something right. like or they go like mexico 2.0 mexico yes. but no yes. these are entirely different countries with very different cultures and very different, lang- different languages, different languages and you languages. Know, like people look different but here and here's my thing that's like calling the united states of america it's a Canada it's another Canadian country right would you be okay with another Canada where no, you know, it's a Canada co- no it, it's the level of ignorance and not understanding that these people are Americans that they don't have to get their papers they're fucking in the country oh. like that's how it works so and the, the only we've had two votes that have gone nowhere um, because at the end of the day they do not want to give these brown people no kind of money no and they do not want to fix it but the problem they have is that they want disaster relief for the floods that are happening here mm-hmm. in the plains and so they've got to figure out a way to get that funding, but not have any of it trickle into the Republicans. Trickle it into Puerto Rico. I we have really got to get that under control. Um, it, it, it's absolutely disgusting, and it's it, it's just it's evil. Yeah. you know, to not be doing what we should be doing for for puerto rico yes and those three um other mexican countries <laughs> um which is the most stupidest shit i've ever i've heard in a really long time and
1: that is our final word now it's time for emails emails time to go get your emails
2: that felt a little rushed to me
1: it did <laughs> it did and you know what else i'm gonna tell you what else my voice my instrument uh, we've was, been, had to talk a lot stressed. lately. It was really stressful. We've had in to there. talk a lot lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm getting on my glasses, y'all. Because Angela you know. requires me to put them on when I read. Yeah, because it's like a problem. Because I can't see. Yeah, apparently. it really hurts reading not being
2: able to see or read <laughs> braille. You know, like that's the problem.
1: This is from Katie M. First up, she says, "Hello, you two wonderful ladies. Hi, Katie. Uh, I really hope you're doing you are doing well. I am one of your biggest fans ever. Oh, thank you. And true, and I truly think." You are amazing. You're brilliant. Katie. You're so brilliant, Katie. You are incredibly funny and always succeed in making me laugh. When you discuss serious topics, you really make me think too. I really missed your final word this week. What happened? Well, we explained it at the top of the episode, but we'll explain it again. We are now we were changing over from our previous uh platform to the new, very new Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and we're so excited about it. And so we were just, just having some wonky tech. Some some tech. But that's going to get fixed hopefully this week or ne-
2: very soon next and, week, and, and all those will be up.
1: And this will become your place, Katie, for all your podcast needs. That's right. You won't need to go anywhere. Else. You won't need to go. You're going to get entertained day in, day out, every week. New podcasts from exciting, new, incredible people every day it's going to be fabulous she says I really hope you guys will be back soon here we are because it's definitely one of my absolute favorite podcasts thank you Katie I'm really sorry that you couldn't make the Stephanie Miller show today because you had car trouble it was bad girl. oh my god I was so mad so Friday you know Fridays uh, we are honored to do the last hour of the
2: Stephanie Miller show mm-hmm.
1: dressed ready I dressed, smelled I I good I looked good brow
2: fill and mascara and yeah. for me that means I'm out
1: you were you right? were she was full of I'm on full. the curb waiting yeah, you were.
2: On the curb you waiting were. for Francis to pick me up. And she writes and she's like, the car was making some sort of really scary lurching noises. So she's like, I'm afraid to drive it. So she calls uh, for a ride. Yeah. And they're 15 to 20 minutes out. Yep. And then, you know, what does that thing if you do ride share where it keeps going up. Yeah. So then I'm trying to call it and just keeps going up. And by the time, and literally by the time we let, when they finally did show up, we would be there for two minutes. Yeah. So if, and I actually don't think that that's true. I don't true. think I don't we would have missed. We would have missed, missed the entire it. show. The entire given show. when it actually comes, cuts out. So it was, so, was really sad. No, I was really pissed I was off really and bummed sad. about it because okay. it's like not just because we got up and got ready, but because we were really looking forward to it. Yeah. So um, it was, you know, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. So that was frustrating for us too.
1: And Katie continues and says, uh, "It's honestly an incredible time in history with everything going on right now. I'm just so happy that you guys are among the people I can count on to get us all through it." Oh, Katie, thank you so thank much for you. listening. We, you help us get through it, oh my goodness, you have thank no idea you. how much you help us get
2: it in fact in truth we would not be doing this podcast this way right now if it weren't for fans
1: that's right if it fans weren't for, and friends if it weren't for gail and laura specifically let me specifically, tell you, me tell you what laura. they
2: did let me tell you about gail and Laura. we
1: were telling them that we were having some problems with the podcast Blah 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 do you know that these women fans just like you sent us equipment they went and did the research. Did
2: the research. Read up on it. No, And they're, you know, they're professional. They know what they're doing. And like, and then sent us all the equipment with the instructions highlighted because they know that we have problems with tech. Yes. And, and they were now. we've known them for
1: over 10 years. Over
2: 10 years. They're wonderful friends. And they're loving, loving, beautiful people. And they're, they are now producing this. So yes.
1: yay. 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 So, you know, everybody, everybody do a little shout out for Gail and Laura. They're amazing. For, for making sure that this podcast well, is I, alive and well. They That's due to them. So they get all the cred. Yes, they do. All right. Next up is Mike D. Mike D. First of is, all, we love Mike D. We love Mike and D. We love and we out. have had a long relationship with Mike D. Mike D. has come out to see our college shows, and what I was telling <laughs> Angela, I was telling Angela, Mike D. is responsible for one of my favorite pictures of all times of Angela and I because he brought us a uh, whiskey bourbon, brought us bourbon and co- homemade cookies, and I don't know if you have ever lived a life on the road but on the road you can't get anything oh
2: my god you're so hungry after and a you're so show hungry, and nothing's ever and open you're exhausted and, and just... tired
1: and it was just when i tell you i i still remember that day i remember seeing him and his wife and just the gift and it's just so lovely so we have this picture of us maybe
2: I sh- I'll try to get it and find it and put it up. Yeah. But it's, um, I've seen it recently. Uh, I, have, I have them. Do you have it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have the basket. The cookies came in like on our heads. Yes. And, and
1: we're drinking the whiskey and eating the cookies.
2: It's a really, or the perfect, it's a really funny photo. It's a, the best.
1: And I remember, let me tell you something. We laughed so hard. It's what, we laugh all the time, but we laughed so hard good, taking those pictures. So we fun. were literally falling down on the floor yep. of the bathroom in the hotel. Cracking up. It was good times. So the reason why we say that is because he wrote us this touching letter. He said, Frangela, my wife and I have always loved you ladies and we will always... And we will always, and that is unquestioned. We return it. We do. And we have gone from bad to worse. Mm. My wife and I are were discussing getting our flu shots, and oops, got the flu. She yeah. got it for three days, and I had to help her, and then I got it and ended up in the hospital oh twice. And then the last month, and, uh, and it sucked because I also developed a lung infection, which is scary. awful. I am now at home recovering, but the even worse news is that my wife developed a blood clot, and we are trying to, uh treat it at home I know that what having hospital bills uh that will take you down the ro- take you down is all about I am hoping you ladies are doing well very well. We just miss you and the wonderful feeling that the Sexy Liberal show gave us as well as your performances in our little shitty bumfuck town. <laughs> just, it's adorable. It's adorable. I just wish I got the chance to work with you someday, Aww. but please don't look at my shitty comedy on YouTube <laughs> because it's 17 years old and I'm trying to delete it and YouTube will not let me and It sucks. I know. I've been down this road, D oh, Mike. I? have been won't. down this road. It's really, I'm completely a uh, different comic now, but and I now have to Go, have a GoFundMe page and I will uh, attach it to this email but I don't want anyone to feel as though they have to donate as it is appreciated but I never thought we would ever get to this point like a lot of fucking Americans that's right Mike you are not you know you are not less than you know just you know this is where we are
2: you know dude I got a tooth right now that I'm like feel better I'm, don't dude, I'm feel gonna get in your better head. I'm gonna
1: crawl in there and brush it feel better <laughs> brush it
2: because I will you know me I will I will look up a YouTube video on how to rip
1: you out oh my goodness so Mike we hope you and your wife feel better please and take care better. of yourselves and feel oh. better and we
2: will definitely go to your GoFundMe and um, we'll, we'll put that we'll up for people it. to see
1: yeah we'll post it okay and now it's time for resistance wrap up sweet so for
2: this week and this hopefully this podcast is coming out we hope we hope tomorrow Yes. Wednesday. Mm. Um, There's a call to action, rapid response events um, from MoveOn. So MoveOn is calling for a National Day of Action on Thursday, April 4th, to demand that the Attorney General, William Barr... (laughs) And the hashtag is hashtag release the report. If Mm -hmm. he fails to meet the deadline set by congressional leaders, that is today, which I'm I'm pretty confident he's not going to make.
1: Because here's the thing. He hasn't read that whole thing yet. No,
2: no. And he's not. No. So um, if he doesn't do that, he's offered an alternate timeline for a redacted version of the report. But we deserve the full report. And congressional leaders and the American Mm -hmm. people expect it no find an event near you and RSVP to join the local action um, and if you don't see an event near you maybe you plan it so go to moveon.org uh, and, mm-hmm. and you'll find inf- more information there and then you can put in your zip code and see if there are events nearby and yeah as, I, as we've said before you are the resistance that's right you are the reason that things aren't as bad as they could be oh my goodness and you are the reason that things are getting better every day and this is this is something that that it's really important so um, if you can go on if you can't check out other ways that you can help move on because they are really great about organizing and that would be great
1: yes we want to thank our producers Gail and Laura what? thank you thank so you much I love you we so want much. thank Stephanie Miller for starting the Sexy Yay. Liberal Yay. podcast network and the MOOCs everybody Chris LaFoy Yes. And, and Travis Bone
2: both and dead Hardenbaum. and living Travis and Ron Hartenbaum the man who's going to kill Stephanie for her insurance yes. and Isabel, and George and, and Jess and Sean and
1: everybody thank you so very much we're excited to have a new home. we are I'm Frances Cowan. I'm Angela B. Shelton we are Frangela and thank you for listening to The Final Word The Sexy Liberal
2: Podcast Network